Last time I was sober, man, I felt bad. Worst hangover that I ever had. It took six hamburgers and scotch all night. Nicotine for breakfast just to put me right. Cause if you want one cool, if you want one cool, if you want one cool, you got to run on any heavy Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Don't care if my doctor says I ought to be dead. When my ugly big car wanna climb this hill, I'll write a suicide note on a hundred dollar bill. Cause if you want if you want Yes, if you want to cool, you got to run on heavy, heavy fuel. Heavy, heavy fuel. Full fuel. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to that, you can't help but notice that there might be a little full fuel involved. And I'm saying F O O L F U E L. Full fuel is today's Christian Car Guy show. So Bob <laughs> and I, right, we're the perfect. Subjects for this show. The dynamic duo of foolishness. Huh? <laughs> yeah, we are on a fool's errand today. Is and this Tom Foolery? It is. <laughs> so, to start off with, you know, we're going to see if we can fool you with a little. It's time to play. Define that defect. Resolve that roar. Trace that tick. Highlight that hubbub. Name that noise. Chronicle that clatter. So get ready to call in 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Uh, and if they can name this noise, Keith, tell them what they'll win. Well, Robbie, they can win one of our wonderful books from the Christian Car Guy Prize Vault. All right, you can win a book from the Christian Car Guy Prize Vault. All you have to do, call in at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And Keith, let him hear the noise. Now that's some noise, isn't it, Bob? <laughs> pretty serious noise. So pretty if you serious. think you know what that noise is, you could win. A book from the Christian Car Guy Prize Vault. All you have to do is call in at 866-348-7884. Now, the word fool, clearly, you know, Bob, it has this kind of bad feel to it. You know, bad connotation. Absolutely. And, you know, being called a fool. I've thought about this word a lot, and Jesus throws it out there, and it's in Proverbs a lot about, you know, that was a fool right there. But if you start really breaking down this word, at its heart, it has to do with being tricked, duped, choosing a counterfeit, right? You thought you were getting the good stuff, but you were fooled. <laughs> mm. So in order to be fooled, if you think about it, there has to be a fooler and a foolie. <laughs> I usually end up in the E category, you know? <laughs> right, me too. 
So somebody or Satan's out there to take advantage, right, of the foolies' ignorance or gullibility or, you know, sometimes you just want something so bad that you, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It has to do with hunger and thirst. We're going to get to that in a second. But so just to give you some examples that I've thought about of, of full fuel, right, to begin with. Everybody I, that I know of uses E10, you know, 10% ethanol fuel. If you go to most 99 out of 100 gas stations, Bob, what are they going to be selling you? That good old 10% ethanol. And, and again, this is not a hill that Christian car guy is willing to die on, okay? But I will just tell you that, you know, my experience with that is, number one, it's a whole lot less expensive to manufacture gasoline than it is E10, yet. The government has set it up tax-wise, <laughs> so we don't have any choice but to use this stuff. And it doesn't burn as well. It doesn't get as good a gas mileage. It puts out more emissions. I mean, there's nothing. And it doesn't have the lifetime, like in a boat. If you have a boat, please try not to put the uh, E10 in it because it, after it sets for a while, it... Uh, it eats up so many different things. It yep. messes with it. You can't even put it in your lawnmower. I mean, this stuff is is full fuel, but this fool's going to buy it the next time he goes to the gas station because, you know, you have to pay 10, 15 cents more a gallon to get fuel that doesn't have E10 in it. And when you do the math, yeah, the regular gasoline will get better gas mileage, but it'll still be cheaper. And the government rigged it this way because obviously they're trying to take care of the farmers and all that, but it's full fuel. And, and there are some things that you need to know about it. Certainly, if you have a really old car um, that's not meant to drive E10, you know, you got a classic car. You need to drive over there and find that place that doesn't sell that kind of fuel. Right, Bob? Ethanol free. So, you know, another thing that comes to do with, you know, the car business, you know, there's extended warranties. <laughs> And those are kind of full fuel. We're going to talk about those coming up through the show. But I, I wanted to get into the heart of something that I think is really an interesting study. As I thought about it this morning, I really had fun with this. You see, Jesus told us in Matthew 5, 6, and you're probably familiar with this. I hope you are. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. So if I hunger for righteousness... If I'm out there hungering for real righteousness, what is not full fuel spiritually, right? What will truly give me spiritual energy and even increase my hunger? Crack my throttle, okay? And why would I say that? Well, this is a really interesting thing. I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but your gas pedal in your car has been fooling you for years. I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll bet many of us, including my wife, I can assure you, think that when you step on the gas— on your car, in some way, gas is being poured into your engine. <laughs> Not stepping on gas, are we? <clears throat> and if you were actually to watch the process in super slow-mo, Bob, you know, of stepping on a gas pedal, all right, what is actually happening in your car is you're being fooled. Yes, gas does end up coming in there, but what you're really doing is you're opening up a throttle. So there's a cable in most cars. Sometimes it's electronic these days. But there's a cable that reaches to a butterfly valve. And that 
this is just like a flap. Don't let me confuse you. So this cable is going to simply open this flap. Now, when that flap opens, it allows air to come into the engine in great volume. So you're not when you're stepping on the gas, what you're really stepping on is the air, <laughs> which is a gas, so to speak, because air, you know, <laughs> but it's not gasoline we're talking about. It's air. So now when I step on the throttle and you hear the engine go boom, well, the reason it's doing that is because now all the air it wants can come in to the intake manifold. When that happens, it used to suck the, the vacuum of that would suck gas from the carburetor into the engine, into the intake manifold. Nowadays, you got fuel injectors that rate how much air is coming through the, the intake manifold, and they decide how much gas the car is going to get. But what you're really doing when you're stepping on the gas pedal of your car is you're really stepping on the air pedal, which is critical spiritually. And here's what I mean, because if you know something about oxidation. In other words, fire comes from action. When gasoline touches the spark, it has to have oxygen or it will not burn. Okay. And the more oxygen that you can get around a molecule of gasoline, the better it burns. And so it's called oxidizing when it actually catches on fire and expands in order to push the piston down. So if you think about it, you could have all the gasoline in your engine. You can just pour it full of gasoline. But if you don't have any oxygen, you ain't going nowhere. It's not going to burn at all, right? All you're going to do is have a really wet engine. But <laughs> add plenty of oxygen and a spark, and it oxidizes immediately, expands, and there you go. Well, spiritually, now think about this. You can read all the scripture you want. You could fill your whole body with all the scripture. Just read it, read it, read it, read it, read it. But if you don't bring in some spirit, you can't oxidize it. <laughs> can't get it to its usable form, huh? Right. And so, you know, I don't know about you, but for me, for me, right, as I set out in the morning to, to get to, to hunger for righteousness, the way to crack the throttle is to bring in the air, is, 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 is ask the spirit, where are we going today? What excites me? When I, when, I, when I look into the Word today, what, what, what's going to be fun to go do? And then as I do that, I'm cracking my throttle and getting hungrier and thirstier for the Word. Now, today's show, we want to know how you've been fooled, either spiritually or in your car. 866-348-7884. Fuel, fool fuel today on the Christian Car Guy Show. So much more coming up. Call us 866-34-TRUTH. Nobody called on the noise yet. 866-348-7884. Last time I was sober, man, I felt bad. Worst hangover that I ever had. It took six hamburgers and starch all night. Nicotine for breakfast just to put me right. Cause if you want one cool If you want one cool If you want one cool You got to run on any heavy fuel Full fuel today on the Christian Car Guy Show And we are in search of, and I realize Bob and I are sort of on a full Zarin doing tomfoolery, as he mentioned, right, Bob? Exactly. As we are searching out the way that maybe I've been fooled, you've been fooled, and helping, you know, 
others not share in that experience by sharing your How You Were Fooled story at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We have Terry is in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, here in my hometown to share a story of being fooled. Terry, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, hey, it's been a pleasure listening to you guys this morning. And uh, I tell you, it really brought conviction to me, uh, actually being a Bible fellowship teacher and always, uh, you know, typically in uh, in class, uh, you come back to the church answer, yes, we need to be in the Word, in the Word. Well, it just brought conviction to me that if we stop there, we end up exactly what you described. If we just take it in, take it in, and take it in, but never get on that gas pedal to allow the Spirit to be the one to lead us and to guide us what to do with the Word we read, then, again, we're just a wet engine, as you <laughs> talked about. <laughs> wow. So, uh, so uh, you so, you, you so do thankful. understand, Terry, if I had not experienced a great deal of that, I, I wouldn't. I, would, I wouldn't have been able to observe how, how many times I've been fooled into, you know, as even no matter if you have really, really good fuel, as Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. It just, you can't ignite that, it. That is so, so right. So I'm just so thankful for the scripture that talks about, hey, iron sharpens iron. So uh, thank you for being the iron that has sharpened me this morning. And uh, as I'm scheduled to lead a Bible fellowship class tomorrow. Uh, believe me, this example is going to be uh, mentioned <laughs> there and uh, encourage those in front of me to make sure you're inviting the Spirit in as you read the Word uh, that we're instructed to do. So uh, thank you so much again for your example. Hey, you know, Terry, I, you, it, the, the cool thing for me, and I wonder how God, <laughs> I'm so grateful he didn't let me get completely fooled because actually before I even knew Christ, before I knew, you know, about God, really, I I was trying to sell more cars. Can you imagine, Terry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was, my plan was I need to sell more cars. I need the power of positive thinking. So I bought the book series by Norman Vincent Peale. And it, actually, I bought it on tape and it cost me like a hundred bucks. And the very beginning chapter, it says the first thing you need to do in order to have a positive mental attitude is get up an hour early every morning and read the Bible. It said, but don't do that unless you pray first. Now, if you could have pictured this complete heathen, just for a second, Terry, can you picture me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to sell cars. This is not about reading the Bible. This is about selling cars as far as Robbie's concerned. And this guy is telling me, after I spent a hundred dollars and I'm supposed to read the Bible. Now I had one of those. I mean, I, I actually in my house. And so I am sitting there and, and I, I just think God had to get the biggest kick out of that prayer. Like, God, I don't know that you exist, but if you do, you know, this guy says, I'm supposed to ask you to help me understand this. And that, that's about what the prayer was. I mean, I was like, I, I don't know if any of this is real, but if it is, would you help me? I need to sell some cars. <laughs> but think about that God was faithful in that. He showed me. I mean, I was saved in reading the Bible. 
right? I mean, it was a, a few months after that because of 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 that whole deal. And so, believe me, the spirit has been with me. Praise God, you know. But I I don't I hate to think of the times I just went in there rotely because it was what I needed to do. You know, this is in order for me to feel good. You know, I I just. You know, so God bless you, Terry. I really appreciate you calling in today. Yeah, uh, thank you again. So, uh, yeah, I completely get it. So, uh, so I know, you know, we all, hey, we're all like sheep who have gone astray. So, uh, so there's going to be days when we, when we do it the right way, and there's going to be days where we just get in and nonchalantly start the engine and, and hope the car goes when I put it in gear. So, uh, but, uh, but anyway, brothers, I appreciate you. And uh, I'll let you get on to the show. So thank you so much uh, for taking the call. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. Sure thing. Thank you. Maybe you got a story. You heard that and it ignited something in you. It's been oxidized. And you you feel like, wow, I got to call and share what's happened to me. I would love to hear that. Bob, wouldn't you love to hear it? Absolutely. Uh, I think I fool myself as as much as I as much or more than I am fooled by others. Um, <laughs> oh, no, you I went d- and had to say that now, did you? <laughs> you, you know, and uh, now you're meddling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I was looking in the mirror. <laughs> I was not casting fingers in your direction there. But uh, it's just I do. I fool myself. I, You know, if I can do this, then this will happen and this will happen and and my life will be better if I can only do this. And, and you know, sometimes I find myself deceiving myself because I'm trying to work Bob's plan. <laughs> and, and, and Bob's plan doesn't always work out exactly the way <laughs> Bob thinks it's going to. So, yeah, uh, so we would love to hear your story. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share Keith, can we play that noise real quick? Because we haven't had a single taker on my noise. You name that noise. we got a book for you. 866-34-TRUTH. Go ahead and play it. Ah, I bet you're wondering what that is. You can make a guess. 866-348-7884. That's our name that noise today. And it might have something to do with all this that we are talking about the gas pedal. 866 348 884 is the number to call in and share either your story or, again, what you think that noise may be. We're going to be talking about, right, the extended warranties, about a little bit about how that might be getting you fooled. The E10. The E10. Or, and we've got to talk about the Jesus Labor Love. Car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. we got calls coming in, so I'm looking forward to the next half of the show, aren't you? Fool Fuel today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Don't care if my doctor says I ought to be dead. When my ugly big car want to climb this hill, I'll write a suicide note on a hundred dollar bill. Cause if you want if you want Yes, if you want to cool, you got to run on heavy, heavy fuel. Heavy, heavy fuel. Full fuel today on the Christian Car Guy Show. <laughs> we are talking about how easy it is to be fooled in, in, in so many different ways. 
Uh, plus, we have a name that noise to do. But if you've got a story on how you were fooled, we would love to hear it. 866-348-7884. We have Howard is in Seattle today. Howard's up early. Howard, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, thanks for taking my call. Um, God took uh, my addiction away from me uh, approximately 8.30 at night, November 24th, 1983, because I asked him to. Uh, I was a heavy-duty alcoholic addict. And uh, so I started, you know, listening to different ministers and I got caught up in the uh, cults, mm. and I got out of the cults and back into Christ. And I've, I'm in a Bible study right now, and the fellow teaching it um, thinks he's essentially Jesus Christ, and I confronted him on that. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> plain and simple no you're not wrong well that's the, the the thing of it is is you know what's most important is to me to be authentic with both god and and people that you know and so if somebody's offending you their behavior is that way then to get them aside again if you said that in front of the group i don't know if that's right but if you pulled them to the side and say hey man you know it seems like you're portraying this, that you're the hero of the story, not God. And I confess personally, Howard, many times I catch myself portraying myself as the hero of the story, not God. And so it's, it's, if I'm pointing a finger at anybody, believe me, I'm pointing five back at me. Yeah. <laughs> and so I get that completely. Um, but Absolutely. You know, that's a huge sin. Uh, if you're leading others in a Bible study in any way, shape, or form to make yourself the hero of that Bible study is, you know, is 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 vanity. You know, vanity fair, so to speak, like our our friend John Bunyan would talk about. So that's that's my take on it, Howard. Does that help? And we're gonna have Absolutely. We're gonna have conflict with people in church. I mean the the church families is more than one people, I mean, more than one person, and, you know, not no, even two people are going to agree all the time, and there's going to be conflict, but, um, you know, anytime we have conflict, uh, we just need to resolve it and not bring somebody and set them in front of the church and grill them like a piece of bacon or something, you know, <laughs> and it's just, right. we got to do it with love. Right, but, right, it's to restore him. Yeah. So that they, you know, that they're back in, in where God would have them. So but, and yeah. conflict can can help growth too. Well, as Sean Connery said one time, I love this word. There's a peace that only comes on the other side of war, and, and when you're feeling the war, you, you you know there's, you know, you pray about it and you ask God, you know, how can I do something with you in this? And He'll guide you. He'll guide you. Thank you, Howard. God bless. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. We have Sarah. We have Sarah is in Port Orchard, Washington, I believe. Sarah, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. It's Sarah Linda. Oh, Sarah yeah. Linda, very wonderful. You double first name. <laughs> oh, I, I, 
you know, uh, at first I I heard that early in the morning out here on in Port Orchard. Where, uh, that's it. You're at ten, and I and up here we're at the seven o'clock. So right. Yeah, I know. I try to get up so I can hear the Christian Car Guy show. It really jump starts my morning. <laughs> now I'm ninety one, and uh, uh, that uh, now first I want to tell you the sound. First thing I hear this, I that came to me like when a train is going. You know, in my my experience long ago, when the train is uh, stopping or are starting, you get that uh, shh sound, but it also could be like when you're getting your tires fixed. In the uh, it, it, there's that uh, uh, sound. There you <laughs> go. Well, so I don't know what you. That's want. not exactly what <laughs> no. I thought I was recording. However, there might have been a train in the background that I wasn't aware of, Bob. <laughs> you never know. So we're gonna give it. We're gonna give it to you, Sarah. But. Tell Here's us your my, story. Tell us your story. We're, well, my we're, story long ago, and I was 18, and I was in uh, college. I took. I was so excited. About, uh, I had come to the Lord when I was a child, but my family was not Christian. Uh, a na- lady in the neighborhood brought me to the Lord. But uh, when I, I, my father was a militant atheist and my mom was mad at God, so we, I never had church. And uh um, so, but my teachers were Christian, and uh, so I enjoyed. Well, anyway, that's another story. But the thing is, is that when I was in college, it, it's my I took everything I, I, uh, you take all the major subjects, you know, memory subjects. My my uh, major was art, but I took everything. I had eighteen credit hours and. I was so excited at the finals. I just I remember walking to the district, and I I just said to myself, I can do anything. Oh, I was so thrilled because I was just a you know acing all those subjects. And uh, my next final was at the speech class the next day, and when I I got the my get up get I was a favorite of the. Uh, the professor, he wanted me to go into radio. But anyway, I get up to do my speech. Maybe I didn't agree with the speech, I don't know. But anyway, I heard us speaking about sound inside my head. When I just get, it started to, to, to do my speech, I heard a, a like, uh, anyway, something. And I couldn't speak anymore. And my short-term memory went gone and anyway i had a, some recovery time uh, about a year i couldn't get back to school but i went back and and i could only take art well that's where my husband uh not, you know we've been had been married 70 years he passed away a year ago but anyway uh he saw me and the lord just sort of tapped him on the shoulder and said that's the girl and so <laughs> Anyway, he courted me, and then I met his grandparents, and they were into the Bible, and I got so excited. Now, this was what I, I was so hungry for the Lord, and, you know, the Lord has been there for me all these years. I still, all I say to people is that, you know, 
uh, I've had senior moments all my life, and now I have a double portion. But uh, <laughs> that word is, is, my husband knew so much of that word. He had met the Lord when he was 17, and he loved that word. So that word is just, uh, and, the, and the, of course, the Spirit. And you know, anyway, I And just so, yeah, as, as I listen to your story, Sarah Linda, the, it's like, you know, you went out there all proud, <laughs> and you know that was, you know, I think that precedes a fall. I, I guess you know. I think that. <laughs> but I've often said the valley of humiliation has got the best soil, yeah. and and according to, again, John Bunyan, you know that 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 soil that comes down off the mountaintop is really fertile, and that's true. <laughs> and so down there in the valley, it's fascinating to me that God, like me, um, uh-huh. brought you in to say, hey, here, let me show you the truth versus <laughs> what you've been trying to get fooled with. That's just a wonderful story. Thank you. God bless you. I appreciate you calling in so much today and sharing that. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, have a great morning. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We have George. Which, by the way, if you want to call in and try this noise or you want to share a story, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. George is back in North Carolina here at 10 o'clock <laughs> or 1042. George, if hey, you, got, how you, doing? you want to give a shot at that noise, you want to hear it again before you try? Uh, I've, I've heard it a few times here. I think um, it is a tire being mounted on a rim. Now that, that's another, there's air involved. You are yeah. exactly right. And it could be that there was somebody changing the tire way off in the background I wasn't aware of. And what I was yeah, actually like re- the, re- the popping. recording, but you know, that's the neat thing about name that noise for me is I know what I recorded. <laughs> so we got so, we're going to give it to you for, and we're going to send you out the book, George. Thank you for calling in. But if you think you know what that noise is, you can still call us 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. When we come back. When I cannot stand, I'll fall on you. Jesus, you're my hope and stay. That's the ultimate oxidizer right there, Jesus Christ. Um, you bring him in with the word and the spirit of God leading you. You know, John, Bill, and I, I'm Bill. <laughs> Bob. Okay, I'll be Bill today. <laughs> Bob and I were talking during the break about, you know, if, if, if your Bible study gets boring, you're heading in the wrong direction. You know, that a big change in my life happened when I really started to say, God, you got to point me to something that whets my appetite, something that cracks my throttle so that I want to get up in the morning. I'm dying to spend time with you. I desperately need you to show something that catches my excitement, that my interest, and that builds that fire 
And and so as we were talking about it, if you didn't hear the beginning of the show, we we're talking about in an engine. When you step on the gas, you're not really stepping on something that adds gasoline. It actually in, adds oxygen into the car. So when you hear that vroom when an engine starts up, that's oxygen coming in that's oxidizing that fuel, that's making it burn and expand and all the stuff that happens. Well, that happens with the fuel of the word. Then all of a sudden you got spiritual energy, which you're dying to go out and tell somebody, man, you know what I read today? You're not going to believe this, man. I'm so excited. You know, because when that stuff ignites in you, you can't help but share it. The rocks will cry out. I mean, that's just how it is, isn't it, Bob? It's just beyond cool when something catches you and then you're on fire. Well, Miss Julie, uh, our preacher, our preacher Wednesday night was talking about the uh, the Bible verse, and then it just amazed me that it came up today about conflict and uh, how much good can come from conflict, and how everybody thinks conflict's a bad thing, but conflict's a part of life, and uh, conflict has engulfed me, surrounded me, it has built me, it is. It's made me a better person, and it's it's hurt me a lot. But uh, conflict is just part of life, and uh, if we can find a way to grow from it and use it for constructive purposes instead of a beatdown, then even conflict can be an awesome thing. Yeah, that's awesome. And that verse in Matthew, you know, where they're talking about, you know, don't take, you know, if you don't confront somebody in front of everybody first go do it privately in order to restore them in love right so that they can but if they can't do it with two or three more witnesses but then as you say when when two or more are gathered in my name is is part of conflict resolution it right there in that verse that that she was studying well we got dawn is in well I'm, i don't know if i'm going to try this snow hamosh <laughs> dawn you're going to help no. me out <laughs> yeah. Snow Homish. Snow Right. That's such it's a an Indian that's, name. That's a fun word. I like that. <laughs> Snow Homish. Wonderful. So Don, you 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 want to hear the noise before you try? No, because when I first heard it, I thought it sounds like the fuel going into the tank from an old fashioned pump that clicked off each gallon. Now that is cool. Wow. That is just cool. I I remember that and it does have that sound to it to an extent. And just because I love your answer, we're going to give it to you. But yeah, that is that is very similar to that sound and I haven't heard that in a while, but I saw an old tank like that the other day and I was just intrigued by it. So I love that. I love that. Well, the the other thing is if you had the microphone right down to the filler to you know the spout where not the spout but the filler to right, where right. you put gas in it sounds like the swishing sound that i heard i think i think you're exactly right that's similar to the sound that you would hear however what i actually have there is a bit different but that's wonderful and it's a great answer well, god bless the, you the other reason i thought that was the correct answer was because you're talking about fuel and being Foolish and fuelish. You are exactly <laughs> right. Somebody who's charging <laughs> along with their foot in the accelerator is being fuelish. You are exactly right about that, and you're also right that it has to do with that. You've you've surmised very well, Don. 
So thank <laughs> well, you for calling in. Day. God bless you too. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. We have Clay is in Raleigh. He's got a story to share. Clay, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Robbie. God bless you, sir. How are you? I am wonderful. We don't have a whole lot of time, Clay, but if you can go quick, because I want to be sure and share what that noise is by the end of the show. You know, I wouldn't be a... Well, you know what? I'm going to let somebody else do that. I'm going to do the pay it forward thing. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been getting more into that, but I just, you know, I heard what your wonderful guest had to say, and I've just been thinking about several things, um, and I wouldn't go as far as saying you could say it's a conflict. The book of James says that consider it pure joy that when you face trials of many kinds. So I would say it's, it's like when you're going through something, the Lord is putting you through that to see how you get through it so you can persevere and get through it like you need to because the one thing that I really have gotten to digest myself is that he has a plan path for us. And that's what is so meaningful to me. But there's so many people out there that don't know what the plan path is. But it's we do go through things. And I, I always find that, you know, uh, you're on a tra- you're in a trial, but you're on a trail. And the Lord has you on that trail to see, say, hey, I'm going to send you this way when you go that way. So, oh, um, wow. I, well, you, you're bringing up a great point, okay? In fact, we're going to – Okay. Tomorrow, see, Clay is actually a good friend of mine, and he's going to be I'm, – I'm preaching at Peace Church tomorrow in Durham, North Carolina, and I am going to be talking about some of that very subject. I, and actually, the, the, well, time, the sermon tomorrow, the title of it is, is What's Hunger and Thirst? What's the Difference? versus one or the other. So we're going to get into that, Clay. And you, you gave me a great Amen, segue brother. in order to pitch that I'm going to be out there in Durham. So I'm hoping people come out and see me tomorrow. And I'll look forward to seeing you and hearing more about it. God bless you, my friend. And I'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Well, brother, God bless you, man. And if anybody, I'm, I, I would like to say this. Anybody that's going to be in the northern Durham area to, you know, you like hearing Brother Robbie say what he says on Christian Car Guy and then the next program coming up kingdom pursuits y'all you've got to hear this man deliver god's word because i'm gonna tell you what he is a wonderful brother and he's just a delight to hear and i'm so thankful for him and uh well it's, god bless you brother and i'm looking forward to hear what you're <laughs> thank you clay and bring me, and put on the table tomorrow it's what jesus brings he does he does god Amen. bless you thank you all right brother god all bless right. you love you we'll talk to you later same here well bob we got to share what that noise is because a lot of people have called in and I hate when I stumped the panel. I didn't mean to. Yeah, but there were some great answers. There are great answers. I love the fuel answer, and it's very, very close. See, the idea of when you step on the gas, you're actually bringing in air was kind of what I wanted to illustrate. What you're actually hearing is the air coming in through the intake manifold of a V8 engine just really, and it sounds like that big sucking noise because it phenomenal amount of air that's coming in. But, yes, it's going to mix with the fuel. And it's and it's going to be in there, but my the point of the thing is is that all the fuel in the world does is no good if we don't have the spirit showing us how to oxidize it <laughs> or oxidizing it for us, right? So Bob, you know it's it's been a blast today, it really has. Yeah, we we never know where it's going to lead us, but uh, we always end up in pretty much the right place. 
Right, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Jesus Labor Love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. It's at ChristianCarGuy.com if you have a need or, or feel led to, to, to donate to that ministry, as well as all sorts of other stuff, including this article today. ChristianCarGuy.com. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years because he's got all the fuel for us and led by the Spirit that you could possibly imagine, right? And we are so grateful. We really are, Bob, aren't we, that all the people that listened to and called in today? And that's the best cause I believe we've ever had.